Grab your fork and grab your knife. Morning, afternoon, and night. Mama's recipe and mine. We're about to have a good time. Hey, sis, eat this. Hey, sis, eat this. Woohoo! Hey, sis. Hey, sis. How are you? Oh, I'm exhausted. I'm tired today. What did you get after last night? Oh, it was wild. Let me tell you. We had some, we had a 10, 9 to 11 year olds over last night for a party, a raging party. <laughs> um, well, I had this crazy idea that it would be really fun to teach a little cooking class to my daughters, Reagan and Vivi, and a few of their friends. I love that idea. It was cute. I mean, I thought this would be so much fun. I texted a couple of my of their moms, and they said, great. So I had a total of six girls. I thought this is manageable. This would be great. And then, you know, they go to dance class. They get on FaceTime. They start telling their friends. And the next thing I know... Yesterday afternoon, we have 10 girls coming over. Oh my gosh. And so, or eight, I guess. So a total of 10. So I text dad because, I mean, I've got, I'm going to be making fried chicken fingers, you know, hot oil. There's kitchen knives all over <laughs> the, you know, I set, set up little stations with knives. And I was like, there's like danger everywhere. So I asked dad if he would come and help me because Jason was out. Okay. So, Anyway, dad shows up in a mask and I haven't seen dad in a mask in, I don't know, since 2020. Okay. And at this time, girls are streaming into the house. It sounds like a Harry Styles concert, but um, Harry Styles concert with knives because there's like <laughs> weapons everywhere and all this stuff set up and there's like, they're all so excited. So I'm dad's like, He's like, I'm like, why are you wearing a mask? And he's like, well, I don't know. I just have like really bad allergies or something. I don't know. Maybe I have COVID. I'm like, COVID? What, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, you know, I don't know. I, I just, and he's like, do you have a COVID test? I was like, yeah. So I send him, I quietly go get a COVID test. I send him into the office to take the COVID test. And I go in there a few minutes later and he's just sitting in there in the chair in the office, going on his, looking on his phone. And I look at the... COVID test and it's positive and he hasn't even God. looked at it yet. And I looked at it and I go, dad, you have COVID. He's like, what? Oh my God. You gotta be kidding. I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? I, I just leave the room and he sneaks out of the house. Well, meanwhile, <laughs> I go back to the 10, the 10, nine and 11 year old girls with knives out. <laughs> and by the grace of God, one of the moms who happens to be a friend of mine, just um, drop came into the house to drop her daughter off and she mm -hmm. sees the mayhem and looks at me like I'm nuts. And I said, can you stay? <laughs> oh my she gosh. Said, yeah, I can stay for a little bit. So she ended up staying the entire time and helping me. Uh, and we ended up making a big, it was a big success. Nobody got cut. Nobody got burned. It was fine, but we had, um, we had a great time, but there was that little, um, COVID adventure that happened in the middle of it. So oh I just gosh. think it's funny that he was so shocked because, when I called him later, he's like, yeah, I mean, I should have known I had a headache, a sore throat, a runny nose. I'm like, well, why would you come over? And he's like, well, I thought you really needed my help. I'm like, well, I appreciate that. I don't need you to infect the fourth and sixth grade. You know, I just wanted to make a little food with the girls. Oh, my God. So it was really fun. 
That is so funny. Well, Court, I see that you've got a few uh, party goers there with mm-hmm. you today. A few stragglers. Yeah. yeah. Some that couldn't maybe make it home last night. Yeah, they partied too hard. Well, one lives here. The other one just partied too hard. She couldn't She couldn't make it home. She's so <laughs> known for that. Yeah. No, they're the wildest nine-year-olds I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, girls. Hi. Welcome to Hey, Sis, Eat This. Yay. Thank you. Tell us who you are. Okay, I'm Vivi. Hi, Vivi. I'm Courtney's daughter. And, um... Mamu's niece. And we'll have to explain Mamu a little bit later. But, and and then who's our other guest? I'm Jet. Um, I'm Lisa's daughter. Okay. You might see her soon. Um, <laughs> we hope so. We had a cooking class last night with a bunch of girls and it got kind of chaotic at the end yeah the chicken was a bit scary what oh yeah last night's chicken so basically we had to have like raw chicken um and we breaded it Mm -hmm. a lot of the girls were too scared to like touch them they were like in sixth grade those sixth graders and then like everybody else like went in with their hands well, so when we like finished the chicken and everything and like we finished the dinner and so then it was time to eat. So then we ate and then they tried the chicken fingers and then they were like, oh, this is actually good because I thought the chicken would be bad because it was like a raw chicken and they were just like touching the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> There's this girl named okay. Olivia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and she, she was scared of the chicken. Mm-hmm. She's also scared of caviar. <laughs> That's um, a whole other story. She runs away. Oh, I am not scared of caviar. I run straight forward to it. Same. I run straight <laughs> to that caviar. Same. Same. What else did y'all make? We made, I, was it like roasted vegetables? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told all the girls, I put out potatoes, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, carrots, carrots. And, all those, and all those knives. And I said, you guys experiment. You know, do what you want. Cut them in whatever and size, shape you girls, want. Some girls made hearts out of the carrots. It was really cute. That's adorable. We made these amazing, amazing pies. We called them the ugly pies, but they were really good. So we call that the chocolate crack pie. The chocolate crack pie. You know why? India, do you know why we Rowan. call it? After yeah, because meat? we uh, because it like crack it cracks it kind of. Yeah. Yeah. The top cracks when it's done. So as I was saying, Vivi, India, and our friend Rowan and I, we were in a group because we're all like the like the youngest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, our pie turned out perfect. It was a perfect shape. It tasted It was so amazing. good. So good. Some other girls, like the sixth graders, mm-hmm. um, they <laughs> broke up into like two groups because there's so many of them. One group made like crumble, but it was really good. And then the other group made like it looks like pie, but it tasted horrible. <laughs> we all tried the bitter chocolate. I did. And we all, mm-hmm. we all tried it. I think mommy sent me a video of that. It tasted horrible. Hey, I warned you, ladies. I thought it was a normal chocolate. Like I thought it was like a normal little chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. And I was the first one to try because like, ooh, yummy! It's chocolate. I've made that pie before and I've had the same experience, but I wasn't thinking. And she was mm-hmm. like, I know this taste and it's not a good taste. 
like some of the other girls, they were like, oh, I want to try. It must be really good. And I was like, okay, you're getting yourself into a really bad situation. Yeah, me, <laughs> Vivi and I were like, it's so good. Vivi and I were like, it's so good. You should try it. That's the prank. That's a prank Ooh. you were playing on them, on the sixth graders. First, we were like, oh, it's it's so bad. Don't try it. Don't. Actually, don't. And then I was like, actually, yeah, try it. It's really good. And then and then they tried it and they all like threw up. Those sixth graders, maybe they're not as smart as they look. Well, I'm proud of you girls for pulling off a prank. I encourage you to do more. Vivi, should we tell them about the spill chair? What? Spill chair. What spill chair? chair in the the dining room. In the dining room. My silk chairs? My silk dining room chairs? Yes. And we were all having dinner there. Every time someone sits on that chair, they spill something. Oh I God. spilled lemonade on it. Oh um, there's this boy named David who spilled pizza on it. What? Oh Olivia goodness. spilled Coke on it. Oh and India, everybody like bet that she like would like fail, and she did. Um, and I she, literally like, had no idea that this was a thing that you called this the spill chair. I had no idea. No, it's impossible to not spill on that. Well, you yeah. know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start putting a <laughs> towel down on that chair. I was an idiot to let them sit in the dining room, but, you know, it was fun. All right. Well, I think you're going to have to point out the spilled chair to mommy. All right. Anything else oh, that you want to say? Way, if you have my mom on here, she doesn't cook. I know. She, it doesn't matter. It's not. She made cookies, but my mom, she burnt the cookie. <laughs> what about. Grandma Mary, does she cook? She cooks. Remember the in and out thing? Oh, God. You've got to tell the story, Jet. Okay. So at their school, twice a year, three times a year, they have the in and out truck come on Fridays to like have the hamburger day. And it's parks right in front of the school. And Jet's grandmother lives next door to the school. Jet, and tell she the story. pretended that she was a teacher. So she tried <laughs> to get a hamburger. And did she get one? No. What? They wouldn't let her? No. What happened? <laughs> she, they saw her walk out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe your grandmother was trying to get a free hamburger. She pretending was scamming. To be a teacher. Yeah, scamming. She yeah. was scamming. Well, also, like, how mean is the in and out truck to deny a, yeah. a grandma, grandma a hamburger? It probably wasn't the in and out truck. It was probably one of the school's, you know, admin people that were saying no. It was Jet's teacher. Jet's no, teacher. <laughs> Anybody else have funny stories? <laughs> we all have funny stories, funny. but that's a pretty good one. <laughs> Mamu, are we going to talk about the story of Mamu? I was just about to. Do you want to tell the audience why y'all call me Mamu? Okay. So... I think it was a long time ago, yeah, a very long time ago, when mommy and when mommy and Mamu were living together. Mm-hmm. And they the, were, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we and, were we were roommates, Juddy, when I came out to LA. We had a little yeah. tiny oh, apartment wow. together. So my mom had got a dog mm-hmm. named mm-hmm. Lily. So weren't you guys like watching the Ellen Show or something? Yes. There was like mommy and Mamu. I forget who was on the Ellen show. Who was it? Melissa Etheridge and her wife. 
Yeah, and so one of them was Mommy, and then the other one was Mamu. And then Mamu and Mommy were like, you should, I should be Mommy and you should be Mamu because we both, <laughs> uh, you got the dog, mm-hmm. but I'm still like kind of the mom because we live together. Right. Right? Is that, mm-hmm. is that correct? Mm-hmm. That and is. so that, and then when my mom had Reagan, my older sister, she, um, it kind of just stuck, Mamu. Mommy asked me, what do you want to be called when Reagan is born? And I said, well, I think Mamu. Yeah, and it stuck. I call her Mamu too. All of you girls do. Like I walk into dance class and they're like, Mamu! (laughs) (laughs) It's so cute. It warms my heart. I don't ever, ever want you to stop. If you you even say my name, Whitney, it makes me sad. So I love Mamu. Mamu's like the special unicorn when she comes to town. Everybody gets excited to see Mamu. And then what happens every time y'all dance? You cry. You cry. (laughs) I do. It just is so beautiful when y'all dance and I love it so much and it makes me happy, but it also makes me sad that I don't live in LA with y'all and I can't be there at all the competitions. Well, ladies, thank you for coming on. Hey, sis, eat this. I hope you had a nice time. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, girls. I hope I can come on again. You can come on again. Yes. I love seeing your little faces and... I'm so glad y'all had fun at the cooking class. I want to come out for one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do another. God, I would love it. I need, I didn't have you. I needed the backup. What'd you do last night? We decided to cook the burnt AF okra. Yum. Because I really want to put it on the website, but mm-hmm. I don't have a photo of it. So... I put together a little menu. We did burnt AF okra. We did pork chops as an homage to Granny's overcooked pork chops, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Mama said, "Oh well, what the problem was is she was making those breakfast pork chops. You know, like the really thin ones." Tiny, yeah, yeah. So I did that, and then I did the sweet potato gratin that we love. So we don't have a photo of that either, and it was a PD last night. Yeah. So what I've learned is that we put it in and you want to turn the broiler on at the last like 10 seconds and it gets it like almost burnt and it's so good. Because it it caramelizes the sugars and the the parmesan caramelize. Yes. Yes. That's really nice. But I did learn you have to take because I put full time pieces over it and you got to take those off before you put the broiler on. (laughs) Then I made a lemon icebox pie. Mm. which was one of the first recipes I ever made. I went to a cooking class when I was like five years old and I still make that to this day. But I did learn that you really need a full 24 hours for it to freeze up because oh, I took it out. a little mushy. Oh, it was like soup still. And it was been Ooh. three hours, but it had not firmed up yet. It was a not a kitchen conundrum, but just not quite ready to eat. Right. I'm definitely going to amend the recipe on the website when we put it up to allow full 24 hours freeze. So Wit, it seems like everybody has really been loving having Mama Ashley on the podcast. Yeah, her cameos are in demand. I think that she has a 
few comments from last week's episode with dad and Karen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she might have a different perspective on some of those stories. So we wanted to bring her on to hash that out. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Mama. Well, thank you. It's always so fun to be here with y'all. Yeah, you've got you've got some fans out there. Oh, good. I always wanted to be the star anyway. (laughs) So (laughs) this is just wonderful. One of one of your fans thinks that you need to start your own YouTube channel called Ask Mama or something like that. So who said that? One of my dear friends. Okay, Mila. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, she said we'll be thanking her when you're making a mint on your YouTube channel. Yeah, that's always a possibility. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we get into talking about last week's episode, I think that I have a little bit of a confession to make. Uh oh. Well. So, you know how you were saying that Courtney laughs too loud, Mom? Mm -hmm. Well, Lance and I were editing last week and we were looking for a clip of Courtney laughing and um, the laugh is me. Oh, no. And here I was (laughs) blaming Courtney. Yeah. And it was you. Scolding me. No, it was you, though, when I heard it, because what happened was the Nolan brothers talked so softly that they were telling something funny and you started laughing at it. And I didn't hear Then I couldn't hear what they said because (laughs) you were laughing. I think it actually might have been me, though, laughing. Okay, well, then we'll punish you instead of her. I I think it's my cackle because (laughs) we were analyzing it and Courtney is more of a wheezing laugh. And I'm very much (laughs) that. Oh, no, you're like Aunt Karen. I am. Yeah. I'm a oh. Weezer. I'm so sorry. And so is Dad. Dad's like a Dad's Weezer. Dad's a Weezer, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So I just, you know, I didn't want Courtney to get the bad rap. That's true. I'm the cusser and I'm the loud laugher. You're the problem. I always have been. <laughs> you're the problem. It's you. I think she needs therapy. We're going to have to work on her. <laughs> Maybe speech therapy for my laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's possible. Uh, All right. Well, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Okay. And, you know, I'm I'm just not going to stop with my loud laugh and we're just going to have to edit it down if it gets too much. But you'll just turn the volume down when you start laughing. Yeah, I'm just having too much fun. Yeah. Well, mom, so uh, what did you think of some of those stories that dad told last week? Did you think they were accurate? Yeah, they were all true. Um, I will say about the egret um, story is that Mitch called and said he was Mark Rutherford. That's the name he gave himself. And I still call him that, by the way. Oh, my God. And he continues to call me Miss Ashby. And so uh, we have kept that up through the years. But I don't remember chasing the bird with a towel, I have to say. I (laughs) I think he embellished that a little bit. But perhaps it happened. I don't remember. You didn't get up behind the feller and throw a beach no, towel over I think, it? No, I think that was just a bald-faced lie, quite frankly. Don't let him see you. <laughs> I, I thought that was your dad just, you know, embellishing his story for a good laugh. I do want to tell you two stories that they did not tell you because they don't want to own the bad things that they did. <laughs> okay. And, uh, okay. So one time when, I don't remember if we were still in high school or college, but anyway, we were at Granny and Papa's lake house, and Ronnie, Karen's husband, was out cooking hamburgers outside. 
And for some reason, your dad decided he needed his hair cut. <laughs> and Aunt Karen was going to do the honors. <laughs> and she did. Was there alcohol involved in this? No, no. Not at Granny and Papa's. No, never. And so um, it was a Sunday afternoon. Beautiful day. And so she started cutting his hair. But the wind picked up all his hair and blew it into the hamburgers. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> no one really wanted to eat them after that. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty nasty. And yeah, so they didn't own that one. And then um, the other one was about a couple of weeks before our wedding, Aunt Karen, you know, the beauty school dropout, was in beauty school. She thought she wanted to be a beautician. And she taught me into cutting my hair into a shag. <laughs> what? Oh, and it did not turn out well. Oh, no. I had to get married with a shag. Oh, no. haircut maybe that's why the maybe that's why the marriage didn't last I don't know <laughs> I'm sure it was that was your mom freaking out that you had a shag haircut no for your wedding no like how short was it mm, I don't know it wasn't as a matter of how short it was it's just how ugly it was how it was just kind of you know layered, layered. this I don't know. It's a mess. Uh, okay. So I was at mom's a few weeks ago looking at pictures and I found their bridal like wedding book. Yeah. So I'm going to, I don't remember it being that. Well, this guy had a veil on that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go back and, and get some of those photos and really yeah, compare she, this shag. Yeah. You didn't take that veil off at the reception. I bet it was just. <laughs> she wore it her whole, her whole honeymoon. Well, I mean, it wasn't like I had to wear a scarf or something. It wasn't that bad, but it just was, my hair was a decent length and a decent cut before she got a hold of it. That's all. Yeah, you could have had a pretty updo. Why would you ever let her do that? I don't know. I must have been crazy. Now, <laughs> maybe alcohol was involved in that decision. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so, but I don't know. I was probably trying to help her out with beauty school. I don't know. You're a good sister-in-law. It's a good thing she dropped yeah, that out, nice. is all I have to say. Yeah. Mom, you've been talking a lot about the, is it the anagram test? Enagram. Enagram. E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Yeah, what is it again? I. It's like a personality test, right? Yes. I've yeah. never done it. Well... You can do it online um, or not. There's a lady here in town who's like, they call her the mother of Enneagram <laughs> or something like that. But um, I went to one of her lectures and it's really good because it really, it really. <laughs> like, how did you get into this? It sounds cultish I, with <laughs> seminars and. Went to conferences. But yeah, like I, you've started talking about it, but how did it even come on your radar? I've always been kind of interested in it, but I've never followed up. But it's a 3,000-year-old philosophy, I guess you'd call it, or idea. What it is, there are nine different uh, personalities. Everybody. There's only nine. You're one of those nine, you know, with how you are. So if you understand how each person's personality is, then you can have more empathy for them. Mm. You can be kinder to them when they're doing yeah. things you don't like because you can go, well, they can't help it. You know, that's right. the way they are. Like, mm. I will just go out there and put myself on the limb. 
Mm-hmm. I'm a one and it's not really the best one to have because. <laughs> so do you have a personality disorder? Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm what you call subnormal. <laughs> Ones are very dogmatic in what they believe. Hmm. They believe that, um, you know, their way is the right way. They're hmm. perfectionist, basically. They feel that if you would just listen to them, that you would have a perfect life. Because they can fix everything. (laughs) I mean, that is so you. Yeah, this is all making sense now. Yeah. So what is also funny is that with this personality test, you're talking about how you can understand other people better. Mm -hmm. But you're not like saying what the personality test says about you that can help you change your ways. (laughs) Well, no, but that is true. You know, you have these other lines. Enneagram is actually a symbol. A cult symbol. Yeah, it's a cult symbol. (laughs) It's not a cult. Quit saying that. (laughs) Are you going to move to Waco and settle up in a house with a bunch of other Enneagrammers? No. No. (laughs) If mom makes a batch of Kool-Aid, I'm calling you. Okay. (laughs) That's right. So there are like sidebars, if you will, about your personality and things like that. You know, like my, my own husband is very serious and not always outgoing and that kind of thing. And sometimes it irritates me to death, you know, just get up and do it. You know, and uh, <laughs> trying to tell him what to do. And if you do this, you'd be happier, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> Maybe he wouldn't. Exactly. Maybe he wouldn't. Maybe you need to shut your trap and let him be. That's the way he is. And I need to let it be and let him be him, you know, and quit trying to make him into what I want him to be. And I don't want to change him. It's just sometimes I think, well, if you did this, you'd be happier. But no, he probably wouldn't. Whitney, maybe we should take it so it can help improve all of our relationships. We can understand each other better. Oh, we are definitely going to take it. And then in two weeks, we'll meet back up, Mom. Okay. And we'll compare all of our results. What's the best number to be? I don't know that there's a best number, but... Well, you said one's like the worst because I'm going to strive to be the best number, whatever that one is. You can't strive it because you have to answer all these questions and then that tells you what you are. <laughs> and it is interesting when you get it back because everything I was reading, I thought, oh, gosh, yeah, that's me. That's me. I mean, it didn't make me mad or upset me. I don't care that I'm a perfectionist and I own it that I like to tell people what to do and I'm a bossy person, <laughs> you know, and, that I, and then I... I am right about everything. (laughs) Whether y'all like it or not, I am. As another friend of mine said, if you would just listen to me, you'd have a perfect life. (laughs) Well, it all makes a lot of sense hearing you talk about it. So this is awesome. Let's do it. And we'll, we'll reconvene in two weeks with you, Mama, about it. Anything else for Mama Ashley? Anything else you want to share? Anything else you want to get off your chest, Mom? I don't like to share. I don't know. <laughs> I just like to keep it all in. No, I don't have anything else, really. Well, let's get to the hotline. We've been getting some great calls. Yes. Mom, do you want to stick around? Sure. You can weigh in. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get started with the first one. Hi, this is Laura, and I'm calling in a, I think it's a kitchen conundrum about my mom, Beth. My mom makes matzo ball soup, which is my absolute favorite, and everyone in the family loves it, and it's delicious. We have it year-round, but one time on the Jewish holidays, 
she was making it and she wasn't in her kitchen. She was at my aunt's house and she went to grab the oil to make some matzo balls and she grabbed truffle oil. But she didn't realize it though. So she made the matzo balls, made the soup and everyone sat down to eat. And, you know, people were eating it, but kind of eating it slow and kind of, my mom's like, what's, she hadn't tasted it. What's wrong? And they're like, oh, nothing. Um, it's, it's delicious. It just tastes different. It's just not, it's just, do you change the recipe? And I was like, no, I've been doing this the same forever. Yep. Truffle oil, not meant for matzo balls. We always make fun of her still to this day. And when she makes it even in her own kitchen, we want to make sure it's with regular oil. So that's my story. Can't wait to keep listening to the show. I love it. Bye, guys. Okay, that was a really funny kitchen conundrum. My first reaction is I think we all love truffle so much. I was going to say, how bad could truffle oil be? I mean, you've made matzo ball soup, Court. Yeah, I I just think those flavors probably wouldn't gel too well. So I think it would be right. kind of disgusting and also just incredibly shocking for the guests on a <laughs> no, Jewish holiday right. to that bite into a matzo ball and have that truffle flavor because a lot of people don't like truffle. A lot of people. I mean, yeah. I think you either absolutely love it or you hate it. That's right. So It's like cilantro. Yeah. But I'm with her. I love matzo ball soup. I love eating it all year round. And I, I, tr- I don't make it very often because it's a, it's a, chore. It's hard. Well, yeah, I would think that it would be yummy, but I can see where it would just be overly powered. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mom, have you ever had an instance where you mixed up a spice and put in something where it totally changed the flavor? No, I haven't. But the people that work for me did. We were making the um, chili rub pork tenderloins one time. They didn't put the chili powder on there. I want to say they put cinnamon on there oh, or something oh my really, God. really terrible. And then when we realized that we had, of course, thank goodness, realized it before we um, cooked them. So we just had to wash it all off <laughs> <laughs> and dry the pork tenderloins and start over. But oh. it was something really gross like that. I can't remember exact spice they used, but it was not the one they were supposed to use. Good to know. If anybody puts the wrong seasoning on their piece of meat, you can always just rinse it off with water, pat it dry, and give it another go. Yeah, you can do it with vegetables, too, if you put wow. stuff on there that's wrong. If you do it before, you can't cook it and do it. You have to do it before Obby. you cook it. You know. Yeah, that is a good That's a good kitchen tip. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we get to the next voicemail? Yes. Hey, Court. Hey, Wit. It's your girl, Jules, from Los Angeles. I'm calling in in response to one of your podcast episodes where um, you guys shared that Courtney got a perm and her bangs were also permed. And I just wanted y'all to know that I too had permed bangs at one point. I think it was the early 90s and perms were in and my mom got a professional like at a salon perm and I really wanted one too. And I had really long hair really healthy like virgin hair and my mom wouldn't let me perm my whole head so but she would let me perm my bangs so picture this straight long brown hair with permed bangs um so (laughs) hopefully that gives you all a little chuckle um i do have photos uh listen what can i say it was the 90s we didn't know better um so in case that makes courtney feel any better i was in the same boat Love you guys. Love your show. 
I mean, I, I don't even know what's worse. A, an entire <laughs> poodle head of frizz or just, just the bangs. I mean, that could be worse, actually. Oh, I think that's way worse. That is horrific. Jules, thanks for sharing the story. You did make me you did make me feel better. Do you remember, Courtney, uh, when we gave you that perm and we called you Twisted Sister? And then the other day I was riding around somewhere and a song with Twisted Sister came on and I was like, oh, God, it's following me. <laughs> You're listening to Twisted Sister? And going back to that, that was yours. Hold and- on, no, pause. You're 73 years old and you listen to Twisted Sister? Well, no, I was, you know, surfing. Also, I don't know if I would know a Twisted Sister song. Either. Well, I wouldn't either. I just happened to be surfing on the radio in my car uh, and it came on. Okay. I didn't know if you had it like on a playlist. No. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't know one. But I will make one thing for sure. That permanent was yours and your dad's idea, not mine. I would have taken you to a professional. They went, oh, no, you can do it. Oh my no, God. I can't. I don't, DIY. I don't do hair. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know why y'all came up with that idea, but it was yours and your dad's idea, not mine. Well, I was severely punished for that idea. And we did leave it in too long, by the way. I like dad's comment when he was talking about last week and he's like, it came out and we were like, ooh, ha. And (laughs) and Margaret said, let's condition. (laughs) I thought it might relax it, but it didn't. There was no relaxing. Okay, back to Jules. (laughs) Yep. So many questions about how her mom thought that just the bangs were okay. I know. That's an interesting question. Was it like, okay, if we like the bangs, then we'll do the rest of the hair? And they didn't (laughs) like the bangs, so they're like, ooh, we better not do the rest. That was just the She was probably hoping that that she wouldn't like the bangs and she wouldn't want to do the rest. Right. Or (laughs) or it's like, you know what? You're not old enough for the rest of that head. Just the bangs. And then when you turn 12, you can get the rest of your hair permed. <laughs> oh, God. Kind of sounds like, well, it's the opposite of Aunt Karen's home Tony, because she didn't she have her hair, but straight. She had the permed hair, but straight bangs. Right, right, right. <laughs> she just had that Clarabelle look where it came around her. She know. said she looked like a clown. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. It's that Clarabelle look. Clarabelle was a, ta- was a clown I mean, in my day. I'd like to just make an announcement to all the listeners. If you could please call in with your perm stories and pictures. I think we could have a whole album that we could put up on social of all the bad perms. Yes, you can email us the pictures at heysiseatthis at gmail.com and call in to the hotline 866-4-HEY-SIS with your poodle perm story. Yeah, or a kitchen conundrum. Either we'll take all stories, but we're really enjoying these perm stories. It's so good. Oh, it's really good. I wonder what would happen if I got a perm today. I don't know. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Oh, do you want to make a bet where like the loser has to get a perm? Kind of. <laughs> Let's think of something good. There was this one time Courtney and I were at brunch or breakfast one day and we're waiting in line and there's this guy wearing this outfit and he was like, what, in like hot pink shorts and like a cutoff tank with like a flamingo on it or something. It was just mm-hmm. a really out there. It was there. not Halloween time. No. And we were chatting like, ooh, that's an interesting outfit. And I said, oh, what did he lose a bet or something? So... <laughs> We've always kind of had that running joke. So I think if 
the bet is lost, you got to get a perm. Mm, I'm not ready to. I'm going to order the yet. home Tony on eBay that I saw the other day. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to. I, I, I will. Let me marinate on that. Okay. Fair enough. I'm just going to go on a limb and say, I think y'all both lost your minds. That we're little idiots? No, you're little idiots for sure. But I mean, you really lost your minds now. <laughs> we're just striving for good content always. Yeah. We just want to bring the laughs, you okay. know? Okay. Well, that'd make me laugh. <laughs> well, if we don't sign off now, this podcast is going to be about two hours long. Yeah, so I, I think know. we Let's need to wrap, wrap it up. up. I do want to say that we will be finally recording the senior tutorial video on how to listen to a podcast. I can't wait for that. All right. Well, in true Hey Sis fashion, I love you. I love your shows. Love you. Love your show. No, I love both of y'all equally and, <laughs> and, love, and love your show. <laughs> <laughs> Just admit you really love me more. It's okay. Shh. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Love you. Love y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit, or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at heysiseatthis.com. <laughs>